Hello. I'm about to whoop somebody's ass. Oh, I'm about to whoop somebody's ass. Oh, if you don't leave me alone, I'm going to have to send you home. I'm about to whoop your white old ass. Hey, everybody! Woo. Welcome to another episode of Reality Department. My name is Tammy, because I'm tired of you bitches. And I am Dr. Shady Shay, because I'm just tired in general. <laughs> you white people are going to leave me alone. Okay, let me, th- let me go back. Let me go back. Let me go back. Let me go back. We are not going to get into that. I'm going to say this because I know I'm recording. I'm going to say not all white people are bad people, The one, but the ones that are bad know you're bad. And stay your ass out of my emails, my comments, and my messages. Don't call me with that dumb fuck ass shit. I'm tired of you hoes. Go wherever the fuck you came from and leave me alone because I'm about to whoop your ass. You know, I had to snooze some of my Facebook acquaintances. I saw that. And I I have to call them acquaintances because if you were my friend, you would know better than to say some of the things that have been said to me regarding this whole movement, Black Lives Matter, yada, yada, yada. And I've been wanting to kind of clear that up. And I think that uh, I was talking to um, one of my other podcaster friends today. Uh, He's actually um, the host of the podcast, Fifty Shades of Play. Um, they talk about more in alignment of what Mandy and Weezy talk about on horrible decisions. Um, but um, him and his wife basically um, talk about, you know, a sex play and they kind of get into um, more in, in, in a, uh, a learning aspect of a husband and wife. And it's a really cool uh, podcast to play with. Again, it's called 50 Shades, S-H-A-D-Z, S-H-A-D-Z of play. Um, I'll put the link in our in our bio episode of this week. But um, him and I were talking, and um, he kind of made me realize that because they did an episode on what's going on now, and um, because they have a little bit of a heavier podcast because they talk about things that are more sensual and sexual, but they talk about it in a non-joking format. Mm-hmm. I was telling him that you and I have chosen not to delve into what's going on right now and it's not that we're being um oh what's the word I'm looking for um it's not that we don't see what's happening we do I mean we live in a metropolitan area Chicago's one of the you know the biggest cities you know in the United States um but I just think that on our platform we've chosen to keep it light. I don't think that we haven't not I don't think that we haven't addressed the issue. But what I'll say, and I agree with what you're saying, but I in my personal social media, I am blackity black black. I'm pro black. Black life matter. Blackity black 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 black. Okay. 
but young. this <laughs> podcast is like a little break yeah. away from my everyday. So we don't get into the heavy shit because this is supposed to be. Um, yeah, and I think and that I, I really want to I could go that. revolutionary with y'all. Like, we could go Black Panther. My mama was a Black Panther. Understand, this is a break away from that. We can so, go full I like blown. to keep it light, baby. We, I'm sorry. We can go full-blown Kirk Franklin revolution on you guys. But I just don't... I, I, and I think that Shay and I have kind of mutually said that we don't feel that this is the platform that we should share those opinions on because it's supposed to be fun and we have a quote-unquote comedy you know um, realm vibe and realm and you know I just don't think that this would kill my vibe yeah you know I I think that you know we although we talk about fuck shit and we embrace our fuck shit you know we don't want to kill that vibe of it and so I hope that you guys understand and know and appreciate that we know that black lives matter because we are black 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 and the so black, black, the black, we black, ha- black. We we hella black over here. You know what I'm saying? You talk about the two, two, two women, the two, you know, cis head women who are locking, and we understand our culture, and you know, we do the things in our community that we're supposed to do. For Pete's sakes, Shay is a teacher in an inner city. You know what I'm saying? We we know what it is. I work in health. A special education teacher. Hmm. No, no, nonetheless. I work in I work in the background of healthcare. I'm the person that you don't see in healthcare. So we get it. We know that you know these lives have been taken and we know that it's fucked up. And yes, we see it. But I we just don't wanna we don't wanna bring y'all that energy here. No, we want this as much as it is for us, for you to be a break. Uh 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 um uh, uh, Just a relief from the reality, a fun moment, an hour and a few minutes to just chill, talk about some reg- some not media shit, get high, eat you an edible, get you a drink, bitch, and she, have she, some she, fun. She, she's the one that's getting the edible. I'm the one that's getting the drink. See, listen, we are, we, 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 we go together like yin and yang. We want y'all. <laughs> I done already had my edibles for the evening. I and they're going to end about halfway through this episode. Because, I mean, I took them suckers back. When she said, let's get in podcast mode, I was like, say less. Stop, pop. I'm ready. I have been drinking my Malibu and juice. You know what I'm saying? Um, we're recording pretty late tonight. But, you know what I'm saying? We're going to get through this. The Lord, I hope that Shay has taken notes because I have not taken a one. But I have notes for RuPaul. I took notes for Insecure. I even took notes for our new show. Our new show. I may destroy you. And I left them in the living room because I wrote them instead of putting them in my phone. Good job. Listen, so by to that show, I will have made my way up there and picked up that notebook. So when y'all hear my door creak open, yes, I know I need some WD-40, but because Ronas, I ain't got none. If you want to send 
a donation to my WD-40 bun because I got a whole lot of doors that's squeaking right now because of the humidities and shit. Go ahead. It is washy shade. I'm going to put that in the description box for you. I'm going to put it in the description, description box for you hoes because, you know, that one was the one that I couldn't figure out either. Hell, I thought Trash Can Tam was fucked up, but this one said, what she say? Because she was trying to say she say she go through what through who and she kind of took a, a, a derivative off of that. I don't know. But listen, teacher, she's always fucking with us and I'm okay with that. Let's get to the mess. Um, So, did Look you have face. any... Did you have any uh, um, church announcements or like uh, up to date like, you know, issues that we should be talking about other than the COVIDs? Shit. No, not really because the, the blogs are dead. Ain't nothing really going on. Somebody sent me that clip of Nick um, 6 9 with that terrible wig on. I, I got nothing to really say about uh-huh. that. Like, um, so I got, two, I, got, I got two things I just really wanted to quickly hit on, and one of them is COVID-related. Not really COVID-related, but riot-related. Um, so, you know, Trick and Trina, um, shout out to them. You know, I will always respect Trick and Trina. Um, they have their radio show in um, in Miami. Shout out to Miami. You know, I don't know about the state of Florida, but Miami is a Wayne Dane doodle. Um, and um, Trina kind of went on the show and said that the writer, so she's a friend um, who has a shop in, in Miami, and of course she does. She's Trina. And uh, she just kind of went on to basically kind of go on this rant of, um, you know, y'all are basically ain't shit. And, and you have to go listen to the interview, but it was really bad. And it painted, um, you know, at, at all of us as a culture in a very bad light. I um, didn't want to talk about, th- talk about that necessarily, but what I did want to talk about was, do you think that people who hold such a high platform should um, voice their personal opinion in public. Here's the thing. When you have a platform of that magnitude, and I saw a video about this on Instagram, uh, my friend in my head, just hilarious, like went in about how it's so hard to be a celebrity because everything that you say and do is not going to be taken with a grain of salt and people are going to come for you in the comments, they're going to come for your brand. It's because you said some shit that they didn't agree with. And I think that's what happened to Trina. Like, regardless of how you feel, you do have a platform. And you have to be careful how you voice the things that you feel because that's going to come back on you. At the end of the day, these people, these fans, these what you call animals running, wild animals from the zoo running in the street, pay your bills. You don't make money without us. Mm -hmm. You don't get to eat without us. So how could you then turn around and then make a blanket statement and say, y'all niggas is out here doing this? It ain't all niggas out here riding. Right. It ain't all niggas out here burning down shit. There's right. some niggas out here protesting peacefully, mm-hmm. uh, organized, not fucking shit up. Well, because people who are my same melanated folk mm-hmm. are out here dogging us. Mm-hmm. You're the one that's supposed to be saying, "Hey y'all, this ain't the way." Mm-hmm. That's fine. Me personally, I don't hundred percent agree with the. I'm like torn on that issue 
I don't really agree with the rioting. Right. I don't really agree with tearing down small businesses and burning people's businesses that they built up with their own hard-earned money. Notice how I said that? Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I'm so tired of this fuck shit. Burn it down. Yeah. I mean, I was watching, this is going to correlate back to what I was saying, but I was watching a uh, live on Instagram with Pastor Corey Scott. He's actually here in the Chicago and area. Um, and he's done an episode of Horrible Decisions um, as well as he was at the Horrible Decisions live show um, you know this year in Chicago. Corey is because them locks, baby. I love Pastor Corey. And um, he, I was on his live and um, hey. he was out and he was protesting on Lakeshore Drive. Uh, for the people that are not from Chicago, Lakeshore Drive is one of our quote-unquote expressways. Um, it links the north end of Chicago and the Chicago and area to the south end of Chicago. You can literally take Lakeshore Drive from one end to the other and you'll be on totally different parts of the city. Um, but they had shut down a portion of Lakeshore Drive and I think it was over there in, uh, by Rainbow Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, Rainbow Beach is 31st in Lakeshore Drive area and um, uh, he, he was um, putting out you know that you got that you know he was out there with his mask on and you know he was basically putting out the things and he was giving a number to a uh, call to um, support um, our you know people that get locked up because of the, you know the the riots and I know I can't go out there because I'm a high risk you know I got asthma I got the asthma and teens and people that I want as much as I want to go out and do the riots and the and the this and the that and the third I can't do those things Dr. Bibbs has told me under no uncertain terms don't you take your black ass out there say, say less sis I ain't going I'm um, a high risk but I live with <laughs> my aunt lives with me and she's and older lady, even though she don't look it. She don't. Mama is snatched. Look, Monique, when my mama passed, Monique was like, girl, I done met everybody here, but she ain't here. I'm like, girl, what's so much? Right there. She's like, where? I'm like, right there. Right there. With the fur coat on. And she was like, girl. Let me tell you something. When I, walked, when I walked in the house, and when I had came, this is totally off subject, you guys, but we all, y'all know how we are. Um, the God bless the dead. And I love Shalika's mom. <laughs> that one right there. Lord Jesus. Um, Birthday was Thursday. Happy birthday, mommy. Lord have mercy. Miss Gwen was an MVP. Um, but Miss Gwen had requested, and I hope this I, I hope that Shay is, is is okay with me saying this, but uh say it right though. Listen, let me tell you something. Miss Gwen said under no uncertain circumstances will you have me in this casket and not have my titties reaching the Lord. I walked in that's funeral. just flesh, baby. Oh, so my stomach is flat and my titties are pointed to the eye heaven. Let me tell y'all, I walked into this. I walked into this funeral and I said, Well, Miss Queen's titties are. I was all the way in the bathroom. I said, As soon as you come in the door, you all saw. you saw was her titties. Her titties <laughs> wrenched up over. I didn't know how they was on close that casket. I was the guy that didn't. The smush, because them suckers were. I didn't know. Shout out to Mr. Dilly at Corbin Funeral Home. He set my mama out. Right? Baby. Like, he went and put a little lip gloss on. 
he had her looking like she was going to a holiday party. You would not have thought. Miss Gwen, you would have known. Gwen, you would have thought Miss Gwen was laying there asleep. Her titties was perked up to her fucking eyeballs, baby. Lord Jesus, God bless her. Look, shout I'll, out to you, Miss yeah. Gwen. You the real MVP, girl. And when you said, <laughs> I know this might not be the right time. I just said my own name. I don't care. My name is. I'm, I am. I am kicking I'm, in. I'm not editing. <laughs> kicking in y'all I'm sorry I'm not editing please don't you said I can't stop looking at your mama did it I was like thank you so much because she made me promise her that they would be sitting up right y'all I was sitting like I was sitting like four rows back or something like that and Dr. Shake was like okay well uh Timmy you gotta sit in the second row. I said, "Why we? Why we gotta sit?" I said, "She said, no, we, bitch. You gotta sit there too." I said, "I don't care to say less." Um, so we moved into the second row, and I'm taking the cards. You know the best friend shit that you do when you fucking with because that's your friend, friend. You know, and um, and I was sitting there, and I had so many people come up to me, and they were like, you know, you know, you know, I'm sorry for your loss, blah, blah, but. She looks so good. But they were saying it in a way that looks so good, meant, but them titties, though. I'm sorry. We had went on a, off on a tangent. What we're trying to say is that <laughs> Lord Jesus. Um, I'm high. I don't know what her problem is, y'all. <laughs> and what we're trying to say is, is that, look, guys, you have to be very careful with what you say out here in these streets. Um, and you have to be discretionary on I don't think that's a word but I'm going to say it anyway I'm, I'm, I'm drunk um, you have to be very very cognizant of what you say out here in the streets and I think that Trina is a very pertinent example of that because I, I don't know Nan Ho who's going to stop listening to Trina howsoever man who was that that went in on her I can't remember. It was a comedian, but he went mm, like. Well, anybody? I know, I know that Fury ended up singing. I, I, I know that. Well, I know that Kid Fury because he is a huge Uber fan. And shout out to Kid Fury and Crystal of the Read. I buy all their merch. Please go listen to the Read if you want a real good read and a real good laugh. But um, I know Fury had kind of gotten into contact with her some type of way, and uh, he said, "Girl says I love you," but uh. Mm. And there were a few people that had kind of reached out to her, but um, you got to be very cognizant of what you're saying out here in these streets. Um, the other thing that I wanted to touch on um, was don't be in the face I be in, be the things I be in, but not be three, four, frisky. You know, man, hope. See, there you go. This is the tangent, and I just lost where we were supposed to go. So, um, let's go ahead and get into the mess because I can't remember what the fuck I was supposed to say. Uh, <laughs> and I, I fucked it up. Sorry. She just fucked me up. I'm sorry. Uh, let's go. Let's get... Alright. Let's get into RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, All Stars. All Stars. Season 5. Episode 1. How you do it? Mm-hmm. Um... So we got to meet a brand new set of all-stars that 
Um, if you have been watching um, RuPaul's Drag Race, we all know and love these queens. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give it to Shay so she can run down the queens that we saw this week. And then we just kind of give our informal opinion on it. We got 10 queens for All Stars this season. Yep. Starting with Miss Shay Kool-Aid from season 9. Let me tell you something, Shay Kool-Aid, because we both shades. So your ass is fucking stunning. In and out of drag. And out of drag. That man is chocolatey and rich. I be so mad. Honey, them teeth. I said teeth, not teeth. I said that on purpose. Them teeth. That's all I gotta say. Moving on. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, from season ten, Miss Cracker. So her name is so off-putting. She's probably one of the sweetest queens you will ever fucking see. She's so good. I love her. Like Heidi had one of them names that was just too much to say. It was Brianna Cracker. Yeah, yeah. People. Kept calling her Miss Cracker. Because uh, Miss Breonna Cracker is just like a lot to say. So they just shut it, cut it to Miss Cracker, and she's like, I know how that was going to be received, but it's so tongue in cheek. And I stand for it. I love her. I love her. Little feisty ass. Mm-hmm. Feisty. Okay. Alexis Mattel from season three. Mm-hmm. And she is actually Vanessa Vangie Mateo's mother. Yes. And thank you for blessing us with Miss Vanessa Vangie Mateo. Because that's my heart in my head. Yeah. I, I ain't met you yet because every time that you're supposed to show up to Chicago to do something, something happened. And look, go chase your bag, sis, because I'm going to come to Vegas. As soon as the COVID is over, and I'm gonna see. I'm a, in fact, I'm gonna stay at the Flamingo. So just, just let me know what floor I need to visit <laughs> so I could so I can drink in your essence. Okay, I just need to know, honey. I need to know. I'm like a Ricky Iglesias, honey. But we're getting to another Latin King in this episode. Um, <laughs> then reintroduced us to Miss Blasting Claire. Mm. Season ten as well. And she was one of the queens that was really young in her season. I believe she was like 18, 19 in her season. Um, she uh, kind of distributed traits of being so young in her season. But a super cute queen. She has really grown up. And I, I stand. I am still convinced that Blair Sinclair is a girl. I don't care what nobody say. That's a girl. I think she, she might is be. Mm-hmm. She, I think she. I don't know what her journey is as of right now. I don't know. She. I don't know how she um um presents herself. I don't know. If she's non-binary. But if she did, I'd be like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> she has such a soft, feminine face. She does not read male at all, and I I love her. Gone with the wind. Southern Bale esque, 
But honey, then went straight dominatrix on. Mm-hmm. I heard Dragon Strange like in the years, and I love it. And I just can't wait to see what we're gonna get from her. I like that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, who else we got? Then I was introduced to because I I I have only I started Drag Race with season eight, mm-hmm. and then I think that was like All Stars three. So I've never seen Maria Paris Balenciaga. She was from season three. Yes, she has. She was in season three. Now, I started Drag Race in season four with, um, of course, you know, my favorite drag queen in the whole entire world, if people don't know, um, is Latrice Royale. Uh, I said, wait, come on here, possible food on this plate. Yes, I have the song. It's available on iTunes. Ting! Um... (laughs) But I had to I had to do it for my girl. Listen, hold up, wait a minute, let me put my fork in it. Is it right? Is it right? Listen, I, I stand for the tweets right now. But I started in season three. Um and I am all caught up up to date. I haven't gone back and watched season one, two, and three. I do know queens from those seasons, like Shangela and you know, um Beba Zahara Benet, Angina, which we get into Angina pretty soon but I do know those queens because they're iconic queens and they've done a lot in the drag community but watching season one through three is really hard for me to watch because it is that was when Drag Race was a baby it was and it looked like they was doing it in the basement it's rough on the eyes (laughs) it's rough on the eyes man but uh, yeah she's, she's a season three queen um as I, if I remember correctly from what I've heard from the girls, she advanced pretty far in the competition. Um, she did not make Miss Congeniality, but she was one of the top runners of that season. Then from season three, we also we have India Farah. I know who India Farah is. Because <laughs> India Farah was in a lot of fucking drama in her season. She left pr- quite early. But Mama was a messy queen, and she proved to be a messy queen. She's gonna be. To, she's gonna be proving that she's a messy queen this season too. From season two and All Stars one, we got Juju B. Juju, let me tell you, hoes. If y'all don't know who Juju is, go look her up. She's an iconic ass queen. We've seen Juju in. I I, I don't know if um Shay is. A breast on Juju B, but Juju is in everything. If you look her up, she's in. Um, actually, I don't know if you noticed this, Shay, but she's in AJ and the Queen. I did. She's in. She's in AJ and the Queen. I can't remember which episode, but she's in AJ and the Queen. We might have to do that. We may have to do the bonus episodes of that because that's that's good. That's that's good. That's good. That's good content. Um, who else we got? From season eight, Derek Britney Spears Barry. Girl, that ain't no drag queen. That's a Britney Spears impersonator. Next. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> From season 10, Mayhem Drama Miller. So Mayhem started out her season really, really, really strong and then went really, 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 really flat. You never hear that uh wah, 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 and mama is stunning. She's stunning, but... Mama slays her face. 
Her looks are gag worthy. But sometimes when it comes to the performances, it's just like and last but certainly not least from Uh season one Angina so the gag with Angina is she was top three in her season I believe and I might be wrong so you girls correct me but Angina is sickening She's beautiful in and out of drag. I was gonna say, and I know I, I think I feel like I say this every season, but I'm gonna say it again because you know it's whatever. These out of drag transformations. Sometimes they fuck me up. Hey, I'm like, can we get a side by side? Because no way, that's the same person. <sighs> Angina is sickening out of drag. A lot of them, actually, uh, in this season are sickening out of drag. The only person that I was able to tell, uh, this is going to be me being biased, but we get into this, but the only person that you can tell who they are in and out of drag is Derek Barry. Looks the same in and out of drag. Only thing you did, uh, did was put on a blonde wig. You ain't even put on no foundation, bitch. But we get into gosh. that. We get into that. The girls this season had um, to uh, read the house down because reading is what? Fundamental. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess judge mm-hmm. was none other than the god awful sexy mm-hmm. Ricky Martin. Is it me? I don't know. I was going to ask you this. Is it me or does he age like one? He gets better and better and better. That motherfucker is fine. Oh, Was it the Whispers that song? It just gets better in time. Step is cut. Listen, we from Chicago. We listen to that shit. Um, Amy Auntie's. Um, just, he just gets better and better in time. He looked so good. Um, and they, they did a reading challenge. Um, the girls then um, actually did an on-stage performance on what they would do if they were in the RuPaul um, main stage Flamingo act at the Flamingo in uh, the great city of Las work Vegas. Of, of work the world. Um, a variety of extravaganza. I don't want to talk about all the queens. I don't know how you want to do it, but I think we should give our best to my best two, your best two, your worst two, my best two. Right, what do you say? Sure. Um, so um, I did not see it for Derek Berry at all. I um, thought that the impersonations would have been spot on if she would have just let it linger. If she would have chose six people instead of the 15 to 20 that she decided to do, it probably would have been better. She would have been able to linger in the character. But to be honest with you, all I saw from Derry Berry was Britney Spears. I was looking at Britney Spears doing impersonations. Impersonations. My thing is with Derry Berry, she constantly loves to say that, oh, I'm bigger than Britney, but every time I see you, I see Britney. She tried to cover that up with um, when she was in the workroom that, oh, well, 
you know, you're wearing this, Brittany. You're wearing that, Brittany. You're wearing this, Brittany. But yeah, but the problem is, is that you contour like Brittany. You look like Brittany. You just look like Brittany in general. I don't but know not just that. On. You had on a fucking Britney Spears outfit from one of her fucking videos. Why come on and say, I want people to see something other than Britney and dress like Britney? It was weird. It was fucking weird. If and... you want somebody to see something other than Britney, then you have to wear something else. Fuck the face. You could look like her. Fine. But put on some different looks, okay? Not straight Britney looks. Um, my second. Uh, Tells you where I felt about her. <laughs> Cause you know, I, I I know that you're a Britney fan, but honey, Barry, Barry, for me personally, when I saw her, I said, "Oh, girl, you you're a, you're a Britney impersonator, but you just so happen to make it on drag drag race, and because you're here, you decided to hype up your 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 Britney drag." Girl, if you're a pretty person, they just say last girl. That is what it is. But well, here's don't the thing. do this. You're doing this variety show. The variety extravaganza. And you're going to come with these whack-ass impersonations? You should have just did Britney. You'd have still been here. But if she was going to do Britney and she already does Britney, then what, what, are, we, what are we aspiring to see? Come on me? now. That's all she do. She don't do nothing else. The fact that you want you are a Britney impersonator. Let's just be honest. I'm pretty sure that's what you get paid to do in Vegas. Yeah. Why would you then get on the stage? In a Britney outfit and not and, this and is what you would do if you were on a Vegas stage. I don't want to see that shit. Why not just do the Britney? You'd have still been here. It would have been Angina and Mayhem. Now, I didn't see it for Angina's performance, but to be honest with you, I felt like Mayhem did land herself in the bottom. I felt like her, um, I felt like her performance was this thing where she was supposed to be lip syncing, but she didn't lip sync. She ran out of reveals, and then it was just her kind of twiddling around the stage, kind of doing this kind of thing, and it grew tired very quickly. The problem Angina made, one, you came out to a RuPaul song and didn't know the words. Bitch, where the fuck are you? Let's start with that. Second, I I wanted to put Mayhem on the bottom. I wanted to Uh. put Mayhem on the bottom over Angina just because Mayhem did her own song and she didn't deliver. But you're right. Angina was doing songs that weren't hers and she didn't deliver. Not only did she not do songs that weren't hers, she did RuPaul songs that were not hers. And didn't know the words. And really, her outfit changes, she did them too quickly. Yeah. yeah. If she had to did a little bit more build up to each outfit change, and once she got to the last one, stop. Nobody would have noticed that you ran out of shit to do, that you didn't really know the words, that you were dancing weird. Like, it was just a timing issue for her. What do you Whereas think it was Mayhem, the name? Oh, this is going to sound so bad, because I see it for Mayhem. 
she is stunning. Mama slaves. Like when she was sitting in the throne, I was like, yes, give me all of it. And then she stood up and started to perform. And it was like, you took the you took the melody out of my mouth. I I just I felt like Angina it just went and, flat. It was so it, flat, and I think that Angina and Mayhem had the same issue, where they it looked they, good when they looked, started, and, and then, then it just, just went flat. Flat. It just went flat. So you could have put. Angina and or Mayhem in that bottom spot, but I felt like Derek Barry was in the bottom spot for something completely different. It wasn't that she didn't look good. It wasn't that she didn't sound good. It wasn't that some of her impersonations were not dead spot on. Some of them were. Some of them. I can't give a great Some of them were. Some of them were not. But her delivery, she didn't let the jokes land. And if you're gonna be out here doing a comedian, a comedian act, then let it be. But if that. you're gonna do multiple characters, then your look needs to be something that is not necessarily neutral, but yeah. not Britney Spears. I wouldn't even say like um, neutral. Remember when Coco Montrese did um you may not have seen this but a coco montres did in season five they did a comedy roast of rue and she did a she she did a the, the comedy roast not as herself she did it as um rupaul's cousin from the pod projects and the way she delivered it because it really wasn't her made all the sense because you know you know rules from the ghetto and all this other stuff and so she made it her own but she wasn't herself and if you're going to do something in a comedic tone think outside the box what you did was little impersonations and if you're going to do that then changing the 20 different things with your face you could literally came out there in the box and literally changed your face make it my creative. thing was the whole time that I'm watching these trash ass impersonations, I'm sorry, half of them were trash. I'm looking at Britney Spears. Do Britney! You'd have still been here! I don't know. Um. So our best queens of the week, because I'm tired of talking about that depressing ass shit. Mm-hmm. My best queen of the week. Hold on, let me find her now. Pause. <clears throat> well, I had a safe queen that I did want to talk about. Hmm? Um, I didn't think that she should have been safe. Who? I think that she should have been in the top three. Because Juju's voice sounds so oh. good. I thought she was going to win. I thought so, too. And I didn't think that it was fair that they put her in the safe category. But I think that Juju deserves... She deserves. <laughs> um, I um I, I didn't like that she was safe. I also didn't like that the interpretive art. Who did the interpretive art? Um, Mariah. Yes, Mariah did the interpretive art, and I thought that that should that was strong enough to be top three as well. When Shay said that she had been only doing the pole dancing for about two or three weeks, I was like, oh, that that makes sense. 
I didn't think it was the best. I didn't think it was the worst, but I'm always going to think higher of Shea Coulee because she's from Chicago and that gives me a bias. So sometimes I have to not do that. But I didn't think that she, I think that she was safe and that, and that was fair. Here, my problem with Shea Coulee, she did almost miss one trick on the pole. And for you only been doing that for a couple of weeks. Damn, bitch. Damn. I didn't like her wig. I didn't like the wig either. But I, I said I said that wig right there is the difference between you winning. Cause it's it was distracting. It was not the right color with that. Because if we're gonna be outfit. fair, if we're gonna be fair, some of us out here that are shopping for wigs, including myself. Um, even though I have a permanent wig, if y'all ain't if y'all don't know by now, girl. Um, but I mean, my permanent wig, I be trying to shop for like different, you know, wig styles and stuff like that. So you know delusional. That's not what I said. This is not a delusion. Know. It's not a delusion. I'm talking about my wig that grows out of my She does not, not have on a wig. I, she's not listening. That's she don't shop for one. I do shop for wig. I, I shop for wig, wig styles. My she might look for style. She's tripping. Okay. Because so from her style, her hair is growing. I ain't doing this no more. She's hot. It's growing down. It's almost I'm not doing this no more. She is hot. What I'm saying is <laughs> that sometimes it is difficult for you to find certain wig styles that kind of fit you. Even back when I was wearing wigs, it was hard to kind of shop for them. I knew what I liked, but when it when I got it home, sometimes it was like, oh, I'm trying to get out. And I was just kind of put it to the side and figure out somebody to give it to, you know? But that wig that Shay wore this week, I was really iffy on. Those kind of shake and go wigs are above Shay Kool-Aid. So that's the only read I'm going to give her. And that, even, that ain't even a read. That's just the girl. We don't do shaking girls. Bitch, you from Chicago. You know better. Look, I didn't mind the wig per se. I just felt like it didn't fit the outfit she had on. It didn't make that look look. It it was a sore thumb for me. Because when they went to the untuck and she was sitting at the table from the shoulders up, that shit was stunning. But it didn't match that outfit. It just kind of, it, it clashed to me. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't care for the week. I, I had gave it the week. Well, so. look, we are we 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 are straining for time right now, so let's just get to um the final lip sync. Which who won this Ooh. week? Bitch, when I saw Evie Ali, I said, "Oh, girl, you gonna have to break your neck because if that bitch gets to doing them contortions and shit, you lose." <laughs> and Evie went up against uh our winner this week, who was um. Wait, wait, I wrote it down. Don't do it. India. India won this week, which nobody knew India was going to win. And, uh, of course, uh, Derek Berry. Our bottom two were Derek and, and Mayhem. Mayhem. And um, she had the lip sync against Evie. Oddly, I said, girl, Evie going to win. <laughs> now, and look, twist, at now first, twist, India twist, was giving now, it to her. Now, the twist in the season is this. If when you win, there's only one winner. That winner would then go up against a lip sync assassin. You don't know who that lip sync assassin is going to be. When Evie Ali was shown to be the lip sync assassin, lip sync assassin, excuse me, I said this bitch is gonna have to work. 
Because Evie lip syncs the house back. And look, in the beginning, she was giving her the work. And then Evie oddly showed you who the fuck she was. But I've always felt that way about Evie. Evie always starts a lip sync to kind of see what she's competing with. And then she gives you what she gives you. Mm-hmm. Mama can leap, lip sync a house down. down. And it was I no wasn't surprise. always a fan of Evie Ollie, but do understand, I'm a fan. And that motherfucker looks stunning in and out of yeah, drag. Yeah, she, 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 she lip syncs up and down, honey. And so it was no surprise that Evie won. It was no surprise. But what the surprise was, was that here's the plot twist. If the lip sync assassin wins, the other queens who voted who they think should leave is going to be who the top person out of the bottom two. That's the lip sync that the lip sync assassin will reveal, which this week was Derek Barry. And I felt that that was duly noted because Derek Barry is not a drag queen. She is a Britney Spears impersonator. But not only that, Mayhem Miller, she does this drag thing. This is this is her bread, her butter. Mm-hmm. She has relationships with a lot of queens in that room. A lot of people didn't really like you because you came in with that messy shit talking about your beef with India on the internet and how she got fired or quit from this place and then she was talking about my friend and whatnot. But when you needed to uh, when you was trying to get your keep your keep your place in the competition, it was oh, you know. I after what she said, I feel like you're so real now. Like I get it, and I'm sorry. We had uh uh nah uh. Keep the same energy you had when you was talking smack when you thought she was gonna mm-hmm. be okay. Mm-hmm. That was loud. All right, so look, guys, we're going to take a quick break. Oh, I threw that in there. And we will be right. And we are back. Um, so we want to give a quick nod to a show that we're going to start covering within the weeks um, before we get to Insecure. Um, it is a show called I May Destroy You. Um, it is, it's, 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 it's one of those shows, but Ariella, who is the main character, who, by the way, is so beautiful to me. I don't know why, but, she's um, so, she's she has such strong features oh my gosh, she's and like her lips, my God. Okay, sorry. Um, so, um, Ariella returns to London. She went to go see a uh, Bay of Sorts in Italy. Um, she, I don't know if that's Bay because he don't seem like he liked that too much. I didn't see it for that neither because I was like, he kind of really dismissed her. You know, he was like, "Bitch, get in the cab." Right. Bitch, get in the cab. Right. I was like, uh, I don't know if this Bay or not, but okay, because she asked him. We're not getting too much into this because we gotta we gotta cover into here. I'm sorry, right? I was supposed to do that as a Brit. Who gets in the telly? The telly. He's he, not he was he's not British, he's Italian, so there's that. But um but she is. 
but so you know there's this thing where I think that um Ariella is it Ariella or Aribella I'm going to get this right in the coming weeks I have been drinking I think it's Arabella I've been drinking and I got eight percent on this iPad to get the rest of this show recorded. I gotta get through this. So oh, um, oh yeah, for the best. And if we fall out and come back in, I gotta come in on my phone. Y'all gonna know because I get a um so <laughs> so um, she comes back and she has to get some writing done because apparently she's like a writer. She and wrote a book. I yeah, guess she, she got some publicists, and they are not playing with her ass. Lord, is they in her ass? They like me. So she goes to the office to basically write, and her friends call her out to have a good time. But when her friends call her out to have a good time, they give her a bump of something, and she doesn't know what it is. Who takes and, a bump and you don't know what it is? Me neither. And I don't like know, that blew just, me. Like for a minute, I was like, "Did she just take a bump?" She, she took a bump, and you had to really pay attention to know that she was taking a bump. And um, basically, what ends up happening is they go to karaoke. Which uh-huh. shout out I to karaoke. Wanted to play, I wanted to go on the stage so bad. I'm so oh, She did Nicki Minaj so good. I was like, "What sis?" Okay. Um, so she does, you know, they go to karaoke and they're in, they, they, they're in, they went to another bar, but whatever they gave her, it started to come into play. And mm-hmm. the next day she's going through this bit of a withdrawal. She doesn't really know what happens, but she starts to have a flashback of what happened the last, the night before. And it it comes to her in sudden bits. This season of I Will Destroy You is very promising, but that's basically what the beginning episode was about. There's not much to really give you. You really just have to watch the first episode for us to really get into that. It's it's promising. I just want to shout just want to shout out it's not really a shout out. I want to give an honorable mention to her cigarette holder. I don't smoke. But if I did smoke, I would want my cigarettes to be in something like that. I want one. I gotta find out what they need. I'm a, yeah, that was, yeah. Oops, what's this? <clears throat> oh no, I got my phone. I need my notes for Insecure. <clears throat> Let me say this in the, in the mic so she hear me. Can you give me one of those for my birthday? You got to do the first You're not supposed to be yelling. If you got six months, just just get one for my birthday. Thanks in advance. All right, so girl, um, on to insecure. Uh, um, you gotta plug yourself sometimes. Um, <laughs> all pun this epi- <laughs> all pun intended. You had to plug yourself. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> plug yourself because let me tell you something. I liked it. And I was like, so I wonder does that come in Newport Hundreds? Um, signs. Oh, Why do you make so sure cute. that shadows? That's because 
I mean, the birthday present that I got her, we couldn't go to. Say that, sis. I'm probably gonna find something else with the coach. Y'all have to get you them sis to your house and shit. But in the meantime, between time, um, can I get that cigarette over? That shit was a lit. Um, so we are moving on to insecure. Is this a week's Season episode four. of insecure? Was Season four, episode nine, entitled. Entitled. Oh, you dropped the ball. <laughs> you took it. it. You had it. it. I, you I, took the alley oop. You supposed was, to lay it up. No, that was your alley oop, bitch. You were supposed to lay it up. No, what I started fuck? it. You're not listening. You high. What's the episode title, girl? We got to get this over. <laughs> I only got 53 minutes, so I got to edit. <laughs> 521,600 minutes. All right, bitch. I'm going to send this shit to your ass to edit. Her, <laughs> the name of the episode is Loki Trying. All right. And I, okay. This episode really boiled down to two things for me. Correct me if I'm wrong. Lawrence and Issa's budding relationship back together. Yes. And. Issa and Molly's completely separate visions of the way that their relationship is going. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about the lighter one first because that's quick, that's easier to get through. Lawrence and Issa will always be a um they'll always be relationship goals, quote unquote. They fit so good together that sometimes it's scary. Like, they have, like, their own, like, language about communicating with each other. Shit Mm. is so fucking organic. Like, shout Mm. out to the writers for fucking Insecure. Like, shit. Y'all are dope. I, um... Uh Uh-oh. I feel like they have kind of encaptured uh, Issa and, and, and Lawrence's relationship without even having to do much because we know what their relationship was like before and we see, we see we've seen them grow to a place now that is so good to see it and I'm, I live and I stand for it um, Lawrence is actually uh, interviewing for a job in San Francisco so the we're kind of going to that was so cute because they did the hamburger help the San Francisco tree thing that they did. That bit was so fucking good. It was so good. Oh my god. Um, and it kind of shows you that they're even though the Issa's not really happy with him going to San Francisco to um, you know, interview. She's still supportive of him and his dream. And I think that that was something that they've been list- missing for a lot of years. But let's get to the meat and read this again. I got fifteen sec. I got fifteen percent. So let's talk about Molly and Issa. You want to start? Go ahead. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give you the floor to start with that. See, when Issa called Molly, mm-hmm. and she had that flash or foreshadowing <laughs> of what she oh. thought that conversation would be like. I thought that shit was real. <laughs> I thought that shit was real. And it takes my brother, he's like, this has got to be a fantasy. And I looked at him, I'm like, what? 
this is insecure. That is a possibility. And you don't watch the shoot too many episodes of this, sir. It's my fault. I make him watch it with me every Sunday. Shout out to him. But then they go to brunch and they have this sit down. And Issa is just like excited to be with Molly. Meanwhile, Molly is making this face that is just like she's wanting Issa to talk about the whole issue with the, they had at the block party. But Issa didn't, didn't seem like she wanted to get in that. She just wanted to kick it with her girl. And then y'all had a whole brunch. And you never brought it up either. You could have, but you didn't. And then you go home to your boyfriend, Asian Bay, and try to defend not bringing it up. And again, in his own way, he just kind of lets Molly know, like, nah, your shit stinks. Maybe you should try this. You know, I understand that you feel it was her fault, but if that's your friend, friend, then you fix that. You don't, you're not fake with her. But we all know Molly thinks that she has grown in her own way, and Issa has grown in her own way, and they just don't fit. The fuck. I don't see it for Molly. You, you, you there? Hello? She not there. Sorry guys, um, so I have to learn the difference between when I record on my phone, which gives me an hour and 30, and when I record on my iPad, which gives me an hour. So, back to Insecure. <laughs> I talked by myself for like three minutes. <laughs> All right, so- and I'm like, hello bitch, <laughs> you feel that? <laughs> Girl, you suck to yourself, honey. Um, I looked up and I was like, oh, shit. And then I had to find my charger and do all kinds of other shit. And I'm, I apologize. That was my fault. But I'm I'm going to edit so it doesn't, you know. You know. Anyway. On the call by myself. All right. So <laughs> here's the thing. So we got a little bit more time now so we can kind of, and I can edit and kind of do what I need to do. But, um, yeah. um, so There's this thing where Issa believes that they're on the good track. Because as you said previously, Molly kind of goes home and she kind of, not goes home, but she go, she's at Andrew's house, with so shout out to him. And uh, like you were saying previously, he makes her literally go, but sis, ain't you going to look in the mirror and see what the fuck you do? He does what her therapist does. But then there's also a scene in this where she comes over with some food, right? And they had decided on something. She changed her mind because she wanted to. But she didn't consult 
Andrew. So when Andrew, when she gets the, when she gets there, she goes, "Oh well, uh, this this shit was a nine, da, da, da. He like, but you could have said something though. And then she did it again when um Andrew's brother had gotten them tickets to see the Clippers because she was talking about how which he didn't get it um. She was talking about how Kawhi could get it, and he is fine. And um, his brother had gotten them tickets to go see the Clippers, and she backed out of it because once once Molly doesn't like someone, she cuts them off. But that's his brother. And if you want to be with him, you're going to have to take that L, sis. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. You talk it up to a disagreement. It is what it is. You didn't like the way he came at you. He gonna watch how he come at you, and then that's it. I think that she is so... He's always talking to her. He's always talking to his brother. And I think that she is so used to cutting people off that she doesn't realize that she cut people off with the quickness for nothing. They get to this part in the episode where Issa has a really candid conversation with um, Kendrick. Yeah, his his real name is Kendrick and I keep calling him that. Um, But Nathan... And he talks about how, you know, when he went to Houston, you know, he, um, you know, was diagnosed with being bipolar. And I think that Issa really handled it well with, the, you know, him explaining it or whatever. But in that moment, they have to go back to the house that him and Andrew shared to get a few things. When they do that, Molly is there. She ordered too much takeout. And... Andrew's like, well, y'all can stay, da, da, da. And Issa's trying to kind of get up out of that jam because she knows Molly. hmm But I think in this instance, Andrew knows uh, Nathan. Nathan. I'm so sorry. The actor's name is Kendrick, and he is so fine to me that I'm obsessed with him. Bitch. Uh, <laughs> he is. <laughs> I don't even like them. Chipotle bang niggas. That one right there. Hmm. Let me tell you something. That one right there. That's my type, nigga. That's my type. Low key, my boyfriend looks like him, but let's not talk about him. Anyway, uh, I don't. But I don't think I could be with a bipolar nigga. I, I I think if you disclose it to me, I think that there there are things that you can work out. And you know, especially if. You know, if it's if it's diagnosed and you're properly managing, you know the 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 illness. Of, of, you know, the, it can be managed, and I think that there could be certain things that you kind of kind of go over hurdle with. But I don't think that it's something that anybody with any mental disability that uh, sorry, I don't know if that's the right term, disability, but um, I I don't think that that would be enough for me to rule you out. But you, if you are fuck nigga, then you can take that fuck shit on. I'd rather a man tell me that he's bipolar than for you to be on fuck shit. 
I well, okay. Hmm. I was just gonna say, I don't know if I could be with a bipolar nigga, and I ain't seen the jackal to his hide yet. I need to know what I'm dealing with. But that's the thing. Issa has seen the jackal to his hide. She has been. And I I done forgave him shit. I ain't look. Mm. But there was a lot that there was a lot that he didn't tell her. And you know, he just kind of popped back in when it, when he was ready. And by that time Issa had kind of gone on and moved on to TSA Bay and all kinds of shit. But doesn't need to hear no damn. So they're at the house, right? They kicking in and they're really having a good time. And this is when the shit goes left. And this is why I have a question to ask you. Ask you, excuse me. Um, they're having a good time and they're playing this really weird game called Celebrity Height, which Loki is a good fucking drinking game. Loki gonna steal that soon as you know what I'm saying. Lori tells us that we Auntie Lori tells us we can go outside. Now, mm-hmm. Auntie Doris told us we can go back outside now. She released our curfew. We could be adults now. We ain't got to have that little funky essential paper. Lori released our... Our curfew, bitch. We can go outside. We can go outside right now. Oh, girl, that's late. Anyway. Um, hey, Auntie Lori. Hey, Auntie Lori. We'll be right late in this episode after you. Um... So, <laughs> depends on how I feel tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> so, they're sitting there, they're having this good time with Celebrity High, and Molly sends a text message to Andrew, or so she thought. See, I am trying with her. And it goes to Issa. And Issa sends her a smooth message back, so I don't think that was meant for me. And Andrew comes back with a glass of wine so they can go ahead and play Celebrity Hide the real way. And Issa, like, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm, I'm cheek on here and SpongeBob it. I'm going to go ahead and head out. Molly runs after her. And Issa says to her, yo, I'm really tired of trying to make shit work. And the the, the cups of the story is, I'm tired of trying to make shit work with you, Molly, and you're not trying to make it work with me. And Molly then tells her, well, I think that you are in a space and I'm in a space and I don't think we really fit right now. Basically, Molly breaks up with her. To which Issa says, okay, and gets in her Uber and she leaves. How would you have handled that situation? Would you have done what Issa did or would you have fought for the relationship? I would have done exactly what Issa did. You, then you, if you're my best friend, we don't have to grow in the same direction for us to still be friends. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So for you to say you're growing your way and I'm growing in mine and we just don't fit together. What have I done that's different that makes us not fit all of a sudden? Oh, I did this block party and I was wildly successful. And now that I'm not your little pupper friend that you get to look down upon, I have some prestige of my own in my own right. Now we don't fit. Girl, back. Um, 
this episode hit home for me because I've been Issa in this exact situation. Um, and the friend, and you know who I'm talking about, when I even got to Um, The friend who I thought was one of my best friends basically dismissed me because she had issues and family things that were going on in her life. And I was trying to be there for her and she just basically closed me off. And it was kind of disheartening because I was trying to fight for this friendship. And so when I saw Issa go, I are okay. I felt that because I cannot fight you to be your friend. I, I'm not going to fight you to be my friend. Che, you and mm-hmm. I have been friends for 20 plus years. And I've never fought you to be my friend. And I feel like you've never fought me to be your friend. Mm-mm. I think that the indifferences that we have had within the past, we called her a bitch. I ain't like the fuck you. You you did the most. And you know, you call me on my shit all the time. But I think that that's what friends do. They do not communicate. And that's the issue. I, I, I just, uh, oh, I was really upset. <laughs> I was so upset. I have been the Issa in that situation. I've also been the Molly. Oh, so let's. I'm gonna be honest. Can we talk I've about been the Molly, the Molly. Part? I've had a, fr- I've had friendships with people that I didn't communicate well with, but I still. I don't know, keep them in my life for the purpose of friendship or whatever it's supposed to look like. Um, Molly, 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 Molly. Is this your altar call? Nope. Okay. This is just gonna... I... Why did you even go after her? You done sent the message. You know how it came across. She bowed down to you. If you didn't want shit to do with her, why even go out after her? Then she acted almost offended when Issa just said, okay. What? You want me to beg you for your friendship? That's how I took it. Bye. Fuck you. This that actually was my that was my altar call this week. Um, was Molly being offended by Issa's reaction to how she responded to basically Molly breaking up with Issa? So she cause, because in the reaction it was so just okay. Like, you don't have nothing else to say. And Issa was basically like, no, you said what you said, my nigga. Like, uh, I'm not going to fight you to be your friend. Let me tell you something. And I mean this, and this is this is my altar call, so let me just go ahead and get it out the way. I do have a shout out, but it's something stupid. Um, I just feel like with Molly and Issa, 
that even though Molly has been there in times for Issa monetarily, Issa has always been the light at the end of their tunnel. And Molly depends on Issa to basically kiss her ass in order to gain their relationship back. And Issa has been doing that time after time after time after time after time. Again, I have been in Issa's shoes and I have fought for a friendship with the same person time at the time at the time at the time at the time. And there comes a point where I cannot fight you for your friendship. There was this one time, and this is I, I, this all kind of goes back into the altar call, but you you go know who I'm talking about. I don't give a fuck. Um, everybody knows that the friend, the the relationship between my mother and I is very strained, and I refuse to talk to my mother without her getting counseling. This particular quote unquote friend called me and said, "Oh, well, you should go to her 60th birthday party. She's really deserved. You, you know, you you know, you should really go there because it's her birthday and this is a milestone for her." And I was kind of like, "But the bitch called me. No shade. I I love my mother, but hey, I can say that y'all can't." She calls me whenever she want to cuss me out, but you telling me I'm supposed to show up to her 60th birthday party and act like everything is okay. You're not giving me a reason to communicate with the person that literally tears me down every time she gets a chance to. But you're telling me that you're going to go and support a person that I don't support. If you're supposed to be my friend, then this is not something that you should be crossing the line on. I've had friends that have given my phone number to my mother and have disrespected me over and over and over again, and I'm supposed to forgive them. And so I felt my, I felt Issa in this moment because I'm not going to continue to beg you for your friendship as I have tried over and over and over and over again to be your friend. I'm not going to fight you, sis. If you want to go that way, say less. Say less. But this is well, the reason why I appreciate it. But I, this is also the reason why I appreciated you being my friend because when I didn't want to do things with my mother, you always said, well, you know, Tammy, you ain't gotta. I mean, you should. You ain't gotta. It's your wife. It's your mother. And whatever decision that you make, I'm going to support it. That, this, in this situation, all Molly had to do was back Issa's play. Because that's all Issa's been asking her to do. And so every time Issa asks her to do that, Molly pushes away. Because of a work thing or a this or a that or a this or a that. Molly, get your shit together. You won't fucking friends because I guarantee you that if you keep doing the same shit that you're doing to fucking Andrew... Andrew gonna leave your ass and you gonna be stuck with nobody and then what the fuck you gonna do? Surely is, cause that's what I said he was gonna do. I said he getting a little tired of that shit. Mm. I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. That was my that was my all time this week. I had to get that off my chest because that bitch blew me. She blew me. She it blued. It was so real in that moment for me. It was so real. When I called you on Saturday and I was blue. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. 
You have a shout out for the episode. You went straight to the alcohol. You you went straight straight there. Might want to cut half of it out. The show. <clears throat> but um, I ain't I ain't cut none of that shit. I'll, you you gonna get this work. Um, my shout out for the episode is paying homage to an old song that we grew up with in the '90s, and I think that when I saw Issa in this moment, the only thing I only thing I could think of was this song. Here's a quick lyric. I rock rough and stuff with my Afro bucks. Hey, yeah, rock on looks so cute with them Afro puffs. Amen. That I couldn't resist it being my shout out this week. I'm glad that you shouted out Issa. First off, honorable mention to the outfit that Molly had on when she walked in for the meet and greet at the restaurant. Oh, girl. Honey was cute. Oh, girl. Had to tell. Had to tell. That blue, that, that mismatched blue jean bitch with that boot stick name. Oh. Yes. Had to tell. My shout out, though, goes to Lawrence. Mm. So all this time. I thought Lawrence was one of them just lame-ass niggas that can't fuck. I'm sorry. That's how I felt. But that couch move, Oof. That, that, that couch move, bitch. Oof. I said, ooh, oh, hey. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, sis. Then he kind of had her propped up on the pillows away. He, she had to look at it. We wouldn't know where for her to look. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to my my um OB gang check this damn IUD. Um, did you have um? Did you have that a, was my shout out, bitch? Uh, did Did you have an altar call for this week? Uh, uh you I, look. You took Molly, and I think I. I'm tired of talking, Molly. You are the altar call every week. They need like. Wait a minute. Hold up. They did give us a little bit of fun in the toilet. So I wasn't 100% mad at this episode. Yeah. I got, we got a little. Yo, that ass. That, that clip of Final Latoya that they did this week was so fucking funny. <laughs> <sighs> Them two workers at the Red Lobster, bitch. I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I just want y'all to understand, like I am saturated with the show within the show. And we are no closer to finding Latoya. Man, when they read her ass for feel oh shit. Oh shit. I said, God damn. Oh God. <laughs> All right. All so right. Quick question. All right. It's on topic but off topic. Asian Bay, Nathan, or Lawrence? Who you fucking? Fuck Mary Kill? Yeah. Oh, man. So, I'm fucking Lawrence based off this fucking episode alone, okay? 
I'm gonna marry. I'm a Mary Andrew. I'm Mary Andrew. And the only reason you, why you and Nathan. The only reason why I'm killing Nathan. Uh, 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 only reason why I'm killing Nathan is because even though I know that Nathan has some mental health issues, and I love him for kind of standing up in his truth, I also know more about Andrew than I do Nathan. Because Andrew has really shown and expressed his true colors to Molly, so I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a Mary I'm a Mary Andrew. I'm gonna go ahead and kill Nathan. Kill Nathan, even though he looks just like my boyfriend. <laughs> oh God! So, I hate shit. Oh. I would I'm gonna be honest. I would fuck Nathan. Mm. I'm sorry. I mean I don't even have a good explanation. That motherfucker's fine. Why not? Oof. Which leaves me with the decision do I marry or kill <laughs> Andrew or Lauren? Right. And I decided I would marry Lawrence. Okay. So you killing off Andrew? Yes. Why? <laughs> I'm so Why? I'm so distraught. <laughs> Look, even though I'm, I'm not, I don't see it for Molly. Molly, I'm not on your side on this. I'm not either. <laughs> I don't really like like his brother, like that's oh, his that is an issue. Like that's an issue. I didn't like the way that they kind of treated her like little token nigga at the part. Like I didn't like oh, that energy. Yeah, that's an issue. And even though Andrew did a did speak up a little bit, he didn't really like stop that shit. Yeah. So because of that, I just ain't you know I'm sorry. You like you cute. Like, you know, we can mess around. We'll no, he like, ain't, we can't really he ain't cute, but she be The last thing I remember you saying was he ain't cute, bitch. I just I don't know if I could marry, I could I don't know if I could kill off Andrew though. I'm sorry, I can't I can't do it. I because if that's how bad his brother is, imagine how bad his mm. parents are. I just, um, and I, I want to feel like I could be progressive mm-hmm. and marry Andrew. Mm-hmm. But I just, I don't know. I, I, I'm not. I'm, it's not Andrew. It's the family. But it's the fact that you're not gonna like. You're trying to play the middle. You want to kind of tell him like, hey, back off. But do you want me like, okay, no, you back off. Like, no. But do you think that that was also because they low-key wasn't in Mexico, though, right? They low-key were in Mexico. I think that Andrew in that moment was trying to defuse the situation because they were not in, you know, on their foreign soil where it could have not been such a huge issue. And I know that they were on a resort <laughs> yeah. in Puerto Vallarta, but my thing was like, 
I don't know. I don't. I don't see it for. I. Uh, I I'm standing by my fuck Mary Kill. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I just. Uh, it's so many layers to that. Sorry. All right. So, um, you got anything else for me, sweetie? This anchor is telling us to go to hell. So, um, anchor has been. Shout out to Anchor.fm for making us really spend a lot of time putting together this particular episode. Oh, because it's it gonna take hard. me. It's gonna take me a while to put this shit together tomorrow. But I'm gonna get it out. And I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have y'all episode by three o'clock tomorrow. Um, but I do want to thank you guys for, you know, the listenership and, um, we are also being, um, our que- we're going to have, um, a, a question being asked, well, by me, but on, um, my play cousin, um, podcast, Fifty Shades of Play tomorrow. Um, so we're going to drop episodes at the same time. Um, go make sure you go and like and subscribe to Fifty Shades of Play. Um, it is again a sex podcast um, that he does with his wife, and um, they talk about all kinds of things. Um, go listen to Dita Dom um, and Wifey um, as they kind of explore sexual kinks. Um, Reality the Pie will be shouted out on that podcast as well. Um, and we're kind of learning on how to get some stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like the minute drops, put on Instagram, I got some links I got to send you to, to, uh, Shay. And, um, we're going to make this work in the hour and 15 minutes that Anchor gives us next week. I'm going to try my hardest. We just be drinking and getting high and shit. So sometimes life happens, but, um, we love you guys. And. This has been another episode of Reality the Pod. See you guys next week. Be safe. Peace. Be safe, gal.